You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Uh, before we listen to Dan Campbell, your boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I Describe, uh, maybe put into a definition, your thought on the Kyle Shanahan postseason play calling. Uh, you want me to use a word, or you want me to just to surmise how I feel? However you want to do it. He is conservative. I mean, I, sometimes I feel like it's Bob Dole with the laminated play sheet. Uh, well, it's uh, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I, I had to say, get that wasn't Bob. Get, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> my one word Reagan is elite, and uh, well, and occasionally you get a well, good. mommy. Uh, when does when does the Reagan impression inspire expire though? Because I boy. do feel like well, and that's like, what, I feel like a yeah. lot of people listening never heard Reagan. Of course, because he yeah. was. I mean, he was elected. He was that actually was shot forty four years ago or forty three years ago Jeez. when he was uh, he was shot that day. So yeah, it's probably well past its expiration date. And a uh, friend of the program, Whitey Gleason, when he and I would do a show, we would do impersonations. And it's like, that's about 35 years old. <laughs> we should probably knock that off. And next thing you know, I got fired. So in terms of Kyle Shanahan <laughs> and his play calling, he is conservative. Is he too conservative? Only when they lose. And if they win, then he's doing just fine. But I find his play calling to be conservative. When he gets in the big games and the big moments, he is, it seems like, He's more willing to lose cautiously than lose aggressively. Okay. Um, I think you speak for many out there. Um, I'm not one of them, and that's fine. But how would you answer the question that I threw at Goo and Evan right when we started, which is when does Kyle Shanahan's record, because I know people, you never won the big one. Well, that's kind of a bunch of crap because every playoff game is a big one, and uh, and he's won a lot of those. You don't end up in the NFC title game uh, without winning playoff games, and he's been there now four times in five years. So I know that this is a general a general question that's broad, but when does his record end up being the answer for his play calling? In other words, can't I just say I call it the way I call it because I win? Yeah, but you don't. You don't. You don't win How in do, February. And, what? I mean, and that's that's the answer, okay. Mark. So that's so that's the answer. His own one in February. Correct. And, okay. you know, in NFC Championship games, he is one and two. Is that right? Uh, um, he won the one, and then they lost to the Chiefs. And then right. he lost the last two. So Sure. When you, uh, although you're not going to attack his play calling for last year's title game loss. You wouldn't do that. I thought that he got a little be, bit run heavy in the second would, half, but... Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that would be a little disingenuous. Honestly, anyway, he got go it. Like, I think he was a little too married to the run in the second <laughs> half, but I'm, I'm going to give him a pass yeah. for that. Okay. Pun intended. Uh, uh, He's going to get a pass for that. When you win the Super Bowl, then you no longer have to answer questions about that. And it maybe it's too harsh, maybe it's too simplistic, but that's just how I feel. Like Andy Reid now, whatever Andy does on Sunday, whatever Andy does the rest of his career, you no longer have to answer for all those failures in Philadelphia because you got a couple in Kansas City. That's behind you. That monkey is off your back. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, in my opinion, still has that monkey on his back because he hasn't gotten it done. Well, that's so interesting, and it's not wrong, sure, but I would argue, wait a minute, so if you win a Super Bowl, you never have to answer those questions again? Like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. And and, and by the way, if, if, if that's what we're going to do with Andy Reid, you never have to answer questions for Philly because of what happened in Kansas City. It's like, well, what happened in Kansas City is because you had Pat. And it, it doesn't make anything go away from what happened in, in Philadelphia. And I think that there is a comp on that to Kyle Shanahan. I don't know what Brock Purdy's playoff resume is going to end up being, but if we all agree he's a lot better than who Kyle brought to his previous NFC Championship games when the quarterback made it through the game. Like, if we can all argue that, then doesn't that sort of help explain some things away? Like, that's one question I've always wanted to ask people, and I feel comfortable asking it because it even makes me sound wrong. I was one of Garoppolo's biggest defenders when, when he was here. But he's not a great quarterback, and I never use that word for him. He's not a great quarterback. But I would hear people go, why are you being so conservative? And the next breath, there'd be like, this Jimmy guy absolutely terrifies me. And I'd go, that's why he's being conservative, because he's got Jimmy Garoppolo as his quarterback. That's why I'm so thankful that, um, or, or you hope, you hope everyone makes it through this weekend healthy, but they come in healthy and there's no weather, like, there are no reasons for conservative behavior this weekend. So I hope it looks that way, because I don't think that he turtles up. I really don't. I don't know if he turtles up. I think that's just who he is. And I don't know if it's because of Jimmy Garoppolo, and if it's because of Brock Purdy in the weather, then, okay, no weather. And you have a quarterback now who's better than Jimmy G., and you've got no weather coming up in Santa Clara. It's supposed to be mid to low 60s and clear. No rain for the next four days. So you don't have that excuse. And you use the word reason. I use the word excuse. And it's because, you know, you're glass half full. I'm glass half empty in terms of putting these labels on it. And, you know, we did a big thing yesterday, FP and I, about if they lose on Sunday, can you call the season a success? And I said, no, it's a failure. And he totally disagreed, and I know you will too. And I'm not trying to uh, eh. re-adjudicate yesterday's show. I'm just telling you how I feel. And you've got no reason to not go out there and and go for the victory. And if you get into the same spot as you did last weekend where you get the ball back and you've got your timeouts, go down there and try and score a touchdown. Don't bleed the clock out. Be aggressive. That's what I want to see. But I know that that's not in Kyle's normal nature. Well, and yeah, see, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think it's much more formulaic than that. 
I think he did try to go score a touchdown. And then when those play calls and execution did not come together on certain plays, then you're like, okay, well, now the time and space says we should do X. Now it says we should do Y. And that led to a field goal try that did not go in. Um, but he's not wrong. His way has worked. And, and so that's why I sort of formulate the question that I do today, which is when does repeated trips to the NFC title game answer everybody's criticisms about the way that he calls plays? Or, for instance, when Ann Killian says, well, it's time to shake it up. You got to adjust. You got And I know what she means. She means on the fly, like if something's not working. And, and, and that's fine. But I don't think that Kyle is, is, it was looking at that game last week like we're out of it. I got to go do something different. I, people get criticized for. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Doing what many are suggesting he do. You know, Avery Johnson famously switched up the lineup against the We Believe Warriors as a one seed and he got ripped for it, and he should. Yeah. Because it's like, dude, when you're successful, waltz into the room and be like, this is what we do, and we're going to do it. And you have got to stop us from doing it until we're going to change. You've got to convince us that we can't do it, or else we're not changing because this has worked for us, which I thought was exactly what Dan Campbell was saying here. Taking a listen to this. It's a couple minutes long. But it's Campbell, so it's really entertaining. You know, their system and what he's done for years and how it's evolved, you know, everything kind of began, I think, with a wide zone, something that they really leaned on. Uh, but then it, it, then it kind of evolved into more of this fast, you know, the fast flock motion with the tight ends, and now you're blasting the edges. And then once you've done that enough, you get good at it, and, and they start changing fronts on you. You're able to adjust between the tackle, the tight end, and the other tight end that's moving on who's got what. So any front you get into, they adjust on the fly because you do it. You just rep it, rep it, and they're, and they're really good at it. Um, and, and I mentioned this yesterday. So you get enough of that, then you get the counter off of it, right? Uh, you get that, and then you'll get gap scheme back this way. You'll get boot back this way. Then you get play pack this way. You know, you pull the guard, and it's hard action, and here comes the dagger. Here goes the post over the top. He just does an unbelievable job of setting you up. He's going to make you stop it. And if you don't stop it, you keep getting it. And then once you feel like you're about to stop it, he counters. And he's just always been great about that, and the way he sets it up. Um, they have a mentality about the way they do it. You can't do what they do without the mentality either i mean it's it's physical there's nothing easy about what they do and then when you have a back like mccaffrey who's got 
We know the athlete he is, but he's got really good vision. And he understands the blocking scheme. He understands what they're trying to do. He understands I've got to pull this mic all the way to this block, the mic linebacker, before I put my foot in the ground. And if I do that, I'll find the crease back here, and then the rest is up to him. He's on the safety. So you do that, and then you add in Debo out of the backfield with some of these things. You know, you got Kittle in play pass. You got, I mean, uh, Ayuk. I mean, these guys, that's why they're hard to stop. They're really good at what they do. He's an excellent uh, game plan designer, also calling a game. Uh, and then they've got they got playmakers. they got players, you know, and they got a heck of an all-line that's uh, pretty nasty. So does that answer it? <laughs> yes, it does, Dan. It did for me. Um, they're really, really good at what they do. So they're going to do it. And, and 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 I'd like to say we should stop asking them to change. It's working. It's working. They're gonna break through one of these years. I hope this is the one. But I, it's I working. Hope so. I mean, yeah, Marv Levy man. never broke through, so it Correct. doesn't doesn't mean that they quote unquote have to break through. And Andy Reid never broke through in Philadelphia, even though he had many many chances to quote unquote break through. And I heard so many things from Dan Campbell, but the one thing I didn't hear is clock management and game management. And that, to me, is a big question about Kyle Shanahan because, yeah, his scheme and what they do and the way they go about it, and Dan was just exquisite in terms of explaining how McCaffrey sets up blockers and sets up the Mike linebacker and Ayuk and Debo and everything that the offense does. It's clinical. But can Kyle Shanahan call the right play at the right time? Can he manage the clock? in the, the correct way, use his timeouts right, and put his team in a spot where they can win this game? That, to me, is the only question. I guess my question is, why is that a question when they've won so many games? You know what I mean? Like it's, I, right, because sure he hasn't done it in the biggest of moments. I, but he has done it in the big moments. They like, blew a lead against Kansas City in the Super right. Bowl, and that so is what many fans will still look at, and they blame Kyle, and they blame Jimmy, and by blaming sure. Jimmy, you're blaming Kyle. Sure. Sure. So, so now we're down to one game and one quarter against the best player in the world, and, with the lead, and, ten point lead. Yes, with a lead. Right. But yeah, I don't think you can ever take one game and one quarter and then label someone. You can say that in that game, it you know you didn't like this, that, or the other. That's another thing that I want to say. You know, because Guru did it, and I know that this is this is on me. There's something about the way that I make these points where people go, "Well, I guess Mark says we're never allowed to criticize Kyle." You can hate whatever play call you want. My question's a larger one because it feels like labels get created. Kyle turtles up. Kyle's not good in big games. Kyle's not good managing the clock. If Kyle wasn't good in any of these things, we wouldn't be here every year. He wouldn't win. He wins. And yes, he wins big games. Yes, he wins big games. There have been nowhere near enough games, no, nowhere near enough Super Bowls to suggest that Kyle is something different in the Super Bowl or a large game. He's won an NFC title game. He has, I don't even know, what. do you have his playoff record? What's his playoff record? What's his overall playoff record as 49ers head coach? He is like a 10 and 7. Okay, I was going to say, it feels like a seven. winning record. All right. So, yet to have all, a, a playoff run, though, in a year where he goes undefeated. Of course, right. So, but playoff Which is kind games of important. Are, but playoff games are all massive. They're all massive. They're all one and done. I'm sorry, 7 and 3. Uh, 10 games. 
He's won seven. He's lost three. Okay, there you go. Apologies. So, yeah. so, so in, the wrong in, those, columns. in those 10 largest of games, he has a 700 winning percentage. And yet you'll hear people go, ah, but the big game, like, I just don't think you can have these labels and win as much as he does. Well, I think you can look at the the biggest games, which are the conference championship game and the Super Bowl, and you could look at his record and say he's one and three. So he's six and zero oh in the early games. One and, and two. Well, one and three. You know, yeah, I, I, you lost to Philly, and Philly was better than you, and you lost the game. You you don't get to you know you, do. you, you can do. do whatever you want. Bottom you line do. is you, you look at the result of the game and they lost, and you can if. you know you can point to whatever you want to point to. It's a loss, and it's unfortunate that you lost your quarterback, and then you lost your backup, and then you chose to abandon the pass as opposed to you know letting the punter go in there and sling it. A loss is a loss, and it's unfortunate, but it does go on your record. And so fans look at these big games, and in the NFC Championship game, you won one, you've lost two, and the Super Bowl, you're 0-1. So that, to me, is the final thing for Kyle Shanahan to get over. And hopefully he can start to do that on Sunday. Uh, let's hear from some people. We'd love to hear from you on this. 888-957-9570. Uh, let's start with uh, Steve in the city. Hi, Steve. You're on with Willard and Dibs. What's up? Hey, fellas. Um, listen, my, my take on Kyle is he's 99th percentile in building a script and when he's on script. And that he's lower half in the league at best when he has to go off script, when he has to get creative, when the script isn't working. And we've seen it over and over and over again. Uh, you know, the evidence is out there. Genius, building a script and on, not so much when he has to make decisions in the moment. Well, okay, I, you have an interesting point here. What you said there at the end do you not believe when when you say when he has to make decisions in moments? Do you not believe that that's organically happening on almost every play in almost every game? Well, he's always making a decision within a small subset, right? But when the small subset isn't working, he doesn't appear to be able to adjust. And that's you know sometimes that's at the end of of halves. Sometimes it's uh, we saw it last week, and and yes, there are many reasons for that. Um, but it, I think it's an on-script versus off-script type of thing. Yeah, interesting. Thanks, Steve. I mean, the script, as you know, is only the very beginning anyway. Every single football game starts with a script, and then adjustments are being made on the fly uh, that are taking all kinds of things into account. Right, down and, in distance and, and the whole thing. Yeah, and, and, Mark, yeah. to your point, the script is 24 plays, and they don't go 1 through 24 in order. So you might run your your favorite play on first and 10 from your own 25 when you get a touchback, and that is the play that you like. But to your point, if you lose two yards and it's second and 12, and let's just say that the script called for an off-tackle run, well, now you're not going to do that on second and 12, or maybe you pick up 37 yards on that first play, and now your, your next play is going to be different. So your scripted plays are not in order 1 through 24, to your point. I, I just think that what Kyle was trying to um, he was trying to explain this today, and it's a word that has triggered all of us, and I get it. The word is analytics. You came in Monday. You did not like that Tampa was down 14 points, scored a touchdown, and went for two. 
They didn't get it. And, I, and, and I'm with you where it's still just because we've been watching ball for so long. Like, it's just counterintuitive to me. It's like, why would you, why would you do that? Well, because people have run numbers that suggest it's the right thing to do over the long haul. You know, you play blackjack, right? When the dealer's got a 10, do you hit when you have a 14? Yes. Are you going to get a king sometimes? Yes. You're, you're going to bust. But you've got to play that out over a period of time. And what Kyle was trying to explain was right before half, like, I have been doing this for years. It's not just a gut feeling. It's not hunger. Like, we've, we, we study this, and it has served me very well to play this game of you don't get the ball before half and you don't get the ball right after half. It did not work Saturday, but it works more often than not, and it works to the tune of four NFC title games in five years. And so maybe the bigger question I have, let me adjust it here on the fly. I'll make an adjustment, okay? Why don't people trust Kyle Shanahan more than they do? Because in the biggest moments, he has not gotten it done. And that's the easiest way to to put it. And you mm. go to the Super Bowl. That's and a you, tough statement to make, man. I'm, I'm just that's telling tough, you how people feel. In the biggest of moments, it. he has not gotten it done. They're 7-3 and three in the playoffs, Ugh. but he's 1-3 from the conference championship game forward. And these are facts. And so you get to the conference championship game, and forget Philadelphia. I'm going to put that aside because that was a game unlike any other game we've ever seen where you run out of quarterbacks. It's like... You know, imagine running a marathon and you're not allowed to drink water. Well, good luck with that. You're going to get to mile 16 and you're done. And that's basically what that was. So put that one aside. You lose to the Rams. And yes, everyone wants to talk about, uh, you know, Tart and the dropped, yeah, yep. the dropped INT. Fine. That was not the one play that would have won you the game versus other plays where <laughs> maybe you could have navigated the game and been up by two touchdowns. And you weren't. And you lost the Super Bowl with a 10-point lead. So fans look at Shanahan's track record and you say, yeah, he's amazing. And your scheme and your personnel and you found this quarterback and you run an offense that almost nobody else in football runs. Baltimore actually runs a similar offense. We can get into that hopefully next week with the 21 personnel and their use of the fullback and all that. But what Shanahan does is unique. It's excellent. He's great. The play sheet, wonderful. Coaches, everything. Now go ahead and win the big game, Kyle, because that's yeah, what he hasn't been able I, to do. I would, boy, I would love to have that conversation because I could not more firmly disagree with the idea that he fails in the biggest of moments unless we want to pin that on just about everybody. Just about everybody it, it has a really hard time winning the last game. Just about everyone. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 